Welcome to Close the Door and Come Here, a Song of Ice and Fire podcast with heavy leanings towards our two favorite characters, Jamie and Brienne. I'm Clotho, and you can find me at Clotho Spindle on Twitter, and I'm joined with Guile. Hey, I'm Guile, and I tweet at Door, Co- uh, Door Podcast. And Devin? Hey, this is Devin, GD Harpo on Twitter. And Chicky. Hey, I am Chicky. I am Chicky on Blue Sky. Woohoo! Okay. <laughs> and we're going to be discussing Brand's fourth chapter in A Storm of Swords uh, with all the usual trigger warnings for violence and rape. Uh, those always potentially can come up um okay so we're gonna start with bran and company have reached the watch's abandoned night fort castle and um bran's trying to forget these terrible dreams that he's you know he's been having recently and um mira jojen and hodor don't seem to be too afraid here you know it's deserted they're kind of like yeah it's a little gloomy but um bran's the one that's really unsettled um um Jojen's kind of making a point of telling him there's nothing there that can hurt them, you know, everything's fine, they need to be there, he keeps kind of, like, you know, focusing on that, and um, all Bran can think about is the old man's, like, really scary stories that, you know, it's the funny, she's telling these, these tiny little kids with these really horrifically scary stories. Um, I know, I, here's my thing, it's like, where... Where the hell was Cat all this time when Old Nan? It's not like there was one night that Old Nan told right. scary stories. She was clearly doing this just nonstop, terrifying these little kids. What was going on? This stuff was scary. Like, really. <laughs> I mean, if you're a little kid, though, and Old Nan, you know Old Nan's good for these kind of stories. Like, it's going to take a lot to drag me away from this. Like, this is True. real. Like, this is awesome. <laughs> Yeah, maybe like, you know, when you're safe, you know, they're safe. Winterfell, you know, of the world probably felt really secure. And before all this, maybe that was like a thrill that it isn't now. Oh, but yeah, th- those, those stories are wild. Like, I, you know, I'd be like, no, you need to stop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so um, Summer's also not at ease here. She's kind of getting seized on edge and Bran picks that up and... Bran had told them, you know, that the gate had been sealed like 200 years ago, I think, and when it, you know, when it had been abandoned. And um, Jojen's insisting, again, that they have to be here. His green dreams don't lie. Um, Bran sort of laments that they didn't find John, you know, when he was close by, when they were, you know, he's thinking back to, you know, he wanted to try to get over there to reach John. And Jojen pointed out that they almost lost Sever trying to save John, so at least they were, you know, able to help him out, even if they couldn't meet up with him <clears throat> uh, in the last chapter. And uh, Mira suggests, you know, maybe they should look at the other abandoned castles um, if this is kind of like bothering him so much. And but Bran says they're, you know, they're for a way through, but they're they're all sealed. Like they were all sealed when they left. So that's what he's saying. And like everything's supposed to be so far iced over that there would be no way in. Or way way through, rather, the wall. Um, And she says, like, at very least, like, she's going to climb the wall. And, you know, of course, Bran being, you know, the climber that he used to be and feels like, um, you know, sort of, you know, he's jealous and he feels sad that he can't also. It sounds really scary, though, because it's, you know, the, the steps have kind of, like, melted a little bit. And they're really smooth and slippery. And it 
it's crazy. But the whole thought of her even making it up there is crazy, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's like, you know, yeah, she's older than Bran, but she's not very old. She's mm-hmm. like a young teenager. This is just nuts that these kids are doing this. <laughs> yeah, because she explained, like, yeah, I'll just go up in a very matter-of-fact way. But then Bran's explaining what it looks like for her to go up, and I'm like, this just doesn't seem safe. <laughs> no. It's wild. It's so wild. Um, do you think that, like, random question, but, I mean, do you feel like Mira also sort of has a little bit of security in that like if something was going to happen to her Jojen would probably know like is she like oh, she maybe because oh, oh, he that seems very matter of fact mm-hmm. yeah and mm-hmm. I wonder if it's because like she feels safe because Jojen hasn't like stopped her or told her what's going to happen or maybe you know I don't know I imagine she's you, also just yeah. generally pretty confident in her right. ability, her like, physical ability. So maybe it's more, you know, she's young and confident. That's yeah, it's probably a mix of both. Yeah, right. but you're right. The Jojen, Jojen, Jojen green dreams are kind of probably a good backstop mm-hmm. for the dangerous stuff. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, so, and so Jojen, they, they're staying behind and Jojen suggests, you know, they take a look around the castle and, um, Brand sort of explaining some back history to them that it was the first and the largest castle at the wall. Um, you know, they spent kind of a a half a day poking around through the castle. This, you know, it's pretty big. It takes a long time. And um, Mira returns just before sunset, and she told them that she saw like a vast forest, obviously over the wall, but um, it's too slick to make it down the other side. Like, even if she had the right equipment, you know, she's thinking if I had some things, I might be able to make it down, which sounds insane in a while, but, um, but she couldn't, obviously she can't bring them as well. Like just with their, all their different situations. And, um, Jojen insists that they've reached the right castle again. He's kind of saying, you know, we're where we need to be. Back up a second, Clotho, because Mm -hmm. there's a part where she sees Aurel's Eagle. Oh, and, and oh, waves yeah. at it. Right, right. That's what I was. I thought that was what that was. I forgot yeah. about that in my notes. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah. It's just funny. Like she could not be more endearing <laughs> at that point. Like I love that. <laughs> oh gosh. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and was he? Was he where? Wait, was he where John was at the where they were? Or no? Was that? I don't, I, just, I don't think he was. Okay, because Yeah, I think okay. I don't think he climbed the wall. Okay, okay. But I'm not sure. But yeah, yeah. I just you know. <laughs> yeah, I think he stays. He stays okay. north of the wall. Okay, yeah. so that's why he's uh, there. No problem. Okay, so. <laughs> um, so where uh, so uh, Brand sort of you know again he's sort of got this, he gets these shivers and these feelings like he's really reticent here and, and he recalls another one of um, Old Nan's tales, the Night's King, and it's the 13th leader of the Night's Watch and who had fallen in love with the, they called a cold white woman with blue stars for eyes. Um, they ruled for 13 years until Stark of Winterfell and Juramun of the Wildlings had joined together to free the Watch. So, um, when they found out he'd been sacrificing members to the others, his name had been stricken from the record. So we're getting a little bit of this, like, through Nan, some story. Uh, I don't know if this is, you know, myth, potential backstory. Like, what, you know, obviously she seems like she was a well, some form of White Walker. Um, you know, it's it's interesting. I, I kind of was moments. noticing for the first, I was noticing for the first time in this chapter that they, they not only, you know, obviously is Bran <laughs> recounting Nan's stories about the Night King, but 
um, we we see later on. I don't I don't remember if it's Gilly or Sam, but who say it's only the whites that have blue eyes. And I was like, what is this? Is this some way of saying that the Night King was hooked up with a white and not a not an other? I don't know. It's oh, interesting. Okay. It's, it's funny that those are. Both oh yeah, ones. she was. Uh, yeah, yeah, she was actual okay, white walker. Yeah. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. Okay. And so she was a white. That they're brought down by a Stark and like essentially a wildling king. You know, like ooh, do we know anyone like that? <laughs> that are like yeah. so. So would she have been like maybe like a like one of the like whatever this cold hands is kind of thing or? No, no, maybe like an in between. But, but Paul Kant doesn't have blue eyes. Oh, it doesn't. Okay. So, okay. So I don't know. I don't know. It was just interesting that that first, you know, Brand mentions this blue stars for eye thing, and then uh-huh. later on there's talk about eyes. It's like I don't know what's going on here. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it's very very hard to follow with the Night King, and this is actually a good spot for a piece of mail we have from uh-huh. Cardinal Girl seventy five on Discord. What are your theories about the Night's King book edition? Do you think he or a new version of him has a role to play in the books to come that we'll never get? That was uh, me. <laughs> I mean, I, I, tend, I, tend to think not, I, I tend to think there's not going to be a specific Night King character. I think it's like, you know, Azor Ahai and Nissa Nissa, where it's like you may be able to transpose the concept of the Night King, Night's King onto someone else. I don't know. I guess we'll see. We'll know. We'll never see. We'll never know. Well, and I mean, the Night King isn't an other. He's just a dude, you know. Like, mm. so this concept of like a leader of the others, and you know, is like I don't know that that necessarily exists. Like, we don't know. We'll never know. Well, don't people? Isn't there a theory that it might be Euron? Is that did I make uh, that up? Oh, is really? That, I don't know. Don't quote me. There's been some fucking even now anymore. I just don't like anything that involves the Ironborn, particularly yeah. Euron. <laughs> um, I That's do fair. tend to believe the Night's King is a start. Um, maybe even a Brandon, um, as old man would say. Um, and so, I'd like I would love to know, like for sure, like that historical figure more about him. Um, that goes along with old man's tale because it sounds like there's, of course, a lot of truth in that. Yeah, it's interesting. Foreshadowing. Yeah, these things are interesting to think about. And <laughs> uh, the reeds uh, decide that they're going to sleep. You know, let's sleep in the kitchen here near this huge, um, you know, weirwood tree that's kind of grown through the floors and beside this central well, which is, you know, plays a big part here in this chapter. <laughs> um, the the tree's faceless. Um, but it's sort of, I guess, a little bit of comfort to Bran because he felt like as if the old gods were with him here, and you know, especially with all these dreams he's been having. Um, the well. It's funny. <laughs> it's like it's like he's never seen a young werewood before or something. It's mm. interesting. It's oh like yeah, true. Right, right. Yeah. The, so, and what what does make him even more nervous is the well. I think anybody would kind of be like, you know, this big gaping hole of darkness right next to where you're sleeping. <laughs> Um, Hodor tall. All the rats in the wall would be enough for me. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Yeah, as as soon as as soon as they mentioned uh, uh, Summer catching a rat that was the size of a cat, I was like, I'm I'm out. That would be it for me. <laughs> That's much too large. Because I, me- I immediately pictured, like, a nice big fat cat for whatever reason. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, goodness. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. 
the heck are they eating? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, stuff up there for 200 you? years. Like, it's, something it makes in the there. Rat King story very plausible. Oh, <laughs> when you have rat stuff being <laughs> thrown around. Right. Oh. Um, so, like I said, Hoder, Hoder tossed a slate in it. They describe it as like, it takes such a long time. It's almost like this bottomless pit, but they hear a little bit of a clunking when it hits the bottom. So they don't know if it's necessarily deep water, but it's it's really well, deep, deep well. Um, so they cook some fish that Mira had caught earlier. And, uh, you know, I guess it's, it's kind of safe to have a fire here. And, they, you know, it's been burning low and... Jojen suggests that they sleep so they can have, you know, maybe he can have another green dream that might show him the way. Um, and Bran, you know, kind of internally prays that, you know, that he himself would only have good dreams. Which, yeah. <laughs> uh, which that doesn't last long because he's awoken to footsteps um, and immediately thinks about all the ghost stories the man had told him they're running through his mind. Um, he realized, you know, Especially as more he wakes up, it's coming from the well, and he's like too frightened to shout. And he thinks about working into summer, but summer's too far away. And then he drags himself across the floor as quietly as he can, and he wakes, kind of shakes Mira, and um, she rises to her feet and grabs her weapon. And <clears throat> this is when kind of you know Bran takes over Hodor, and he's thinking, oh, this is harder to do. And, you know, obviously Hodor's fighting back, and before he could even think of drawing Hodor's sword, he was backing himself on the floor, and he can hear Hodor's roaring. And, uh, uh, Mira had already, at this point, she has her net and caught, um, she caught someone, and it's Sam, because he's pleading with them and saying, I'm Sam, and, uh, Jojen starts to build a fire, and when there's enough light, they can see, like, you know, this pale, thin face of a girl up just by the top edge of the well, I'm trying to hush her baby, um, which is Gilly. And Bran recognizes that Sam's from the Night's Watch, by the way he's dressed. And, tells, and Sam tells him, I'm Samuel Tarly. And Gilly asks if uh, Jojen is the one. Um, and she tells them, they explain about cold hands was looking for the one, quote, quote. And um, Sam explains about the Black Gate and how he has to take them through. Uh, so we're getting a lot of, like, you know, the sort of, like, worlds colliding here, different, you know, characters, chapters, and Mira asks why he didn't come with, you know, why Cold Hands didn't come with them, and Sam explains their spells woven into the walls. I don't know if we're going to stop and discuss some of that. <laughs> um, there is so much fucking lore <laughs> in this fucking chapter. I mean, like, and, and not just lore, but, like, current stuff in the series. I mean, you find out that Bran has dreamed about uh, you know, the the death of Rob and Grey Wind, and you find out that he is pretty sure that he did see John through summer and save John that way, and then like you get into this stuff that's going on at the night fort, you've got the Rat King thing, which of course we all know is gonna come back with a vengeance oh and feast. Um at like everything everything is non-stop lore in this fucking chapter and i hate how george does this it's like can't you just spread this stuff out does it all need to be in one spot oh, like this i love this chapter <laughs> <laughs> just like, uh, and just i mean you know this whole like you know sam meet, meeting summer and like he immediately pulls off his glove and like oh i know ghosts like exactly like yeah oh a ferocious wolf be my friend 
like I start thinking about like everything that Sam knows. Like Sam, you know, people want to talk about plot armor. Sam knows, like, he knows Bran's alive. He knows Ah. that Jilly has Mance Raider's baby. He's met Arya, so Arya knows that Sam's a loyal brother to Jon. He, um, he knows, um, he knows Marwyn and the crew of the Cinnamon Wind who are going to Marine, and they would know him as an ally within the Citadel. He obviously knows, like, his dad and all this shit there. And then he fucking knows Heil Hunt. Like, Sam literally knows knows everything and is connected to everyone. Like, he is, <laughs> like, I mean, he's George, basically. Like, he's the, yeah. you know, not uh-huh. fat, but because he, like, yeah. knows everything. And, like, just him meeting Bran is, like, so cool. Like, so yeah, it's cool. It's a major moment. It's so short, yeah. but it's such a major moment. And just, like, for Sam to know, like, you know, Bran is able to tell him that John's alive. Like, he's mm-hmm. headed to the wall. Like, Sam has thought this whole mm-hmm. time that John's probably dead, you know? Oh, yeah. So, like, just that weight off of, you know, off of Sam's shoulders, which you don't really dwell on, is just, like, you know, so cool. And just, yeah, I mean, it's, like, amazing that to me that, like Sam never tells John any of this. Like holy shit! Uh, yeah. But, oh yeah, that's true. And then you know it's weird because this this doesn't happen a lot. You know what I mean? This is this story. You think these near misses that always happen. Like this kind of like. It's like an like, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, it's like this amazing. You know, and it's like just you know like when Sam is like matter of factly telling them about cold hands and oh he has an elk and his ravens and oh, you know yeah. they're like his ravens his elk like what the hell like like it's just i like i mean this i feel like rereading swords has totally made me reappreciate i mean i always like brand's chapters but i just like this chapter i could just eat with a spoon like i love everything in yeah and, and it's hard because it's like short of like reading the whole chapter it's hard to like notate all these there's so much there's so much little there's things so that could be like stories. little hints mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like this it's chapter really cool. just makes you wit like oh it makes me wish that like okay as a jamie and brianne fan we know that there's this time where george was utterly obsessed with them and like yeah. other things that he wrote alluded to them like they were like his jam but like i also feel like oh my gosh why did you get so caught up in the targaryen crap when like why didn't you dive mm. more into this like right. give me more right. of this yeah. yeah more of this and this is one of those chapters like where i read it and i'm like oh my god will you please finish the books yeah like because like so this bad. this kind of stuff here where you get so many things that you have to theorize on and just so many nuggets and all this information. And it just ultimately, I mean, for us goes nowhere. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and the convergences too, because Mm -hmm. it's so great when POV characters overlap Mm -hmm. in one of their chapters, it's always a good moment. And of course, we're winding down Storm of Swords, so we're getting to the point where we're getting payoff for what has been a lot of build-up to these points, you know? So, I mean, it feels really good to finally hit them. And I think part of why I think wins is so anticipated is that we know that we're due for a bunch more of this sort of thing. There's a there's a lot a lot more intersections that should be happening very quickly after oh, the story. yes. And, and would, so much more payoff. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, <laughs> Jojen, uh points at Bran and tells them, 
you know, he's the one. And when, you know, when he, it's like, when he hears Hodor's name, he realizes that's what, that's like, he realizes, okay, this is John's brother. And he looks confused and Bran asks him, you know, to keep it a secret. And Summer suddenly appears and, you know, like what we were talking about, like (laughs) Sam recognizes it. And uh, they tell Sam, like, they're all going, you know, with Bran as well. And uh, Gilly agreed to stay by the fire in the um, kitchen and wait for Sam. I, I don't know. That's wild. You know, I, I get that she understands she has to, you know, they're going to have, like, that would be so scary, especially with the baby to stay someplace by yourself after all that. But yeah, yeah. like, Gilly's so freaking brave. I know. I Girl, just... this, like, see, she's probably like, oh, sweet, I get to sit by yeah. Oh, yeah, some it's well. peace and quiet. Yeah, yeah oh, I get to walking. sit down and chill for Right, me. right. Some yeah. <laughs> warm fire. Oh, gosh. I just probably just want to go back down that. Can imagine going down? Because Sam had to go down the well and climb all the way back up again. And then back up. <laughs> he's like, oh, he's there's like, there's three moment. times. <laughs> he's like, oh, there's so many steps. <laughs> like, oh, Sam, I love you. <laughs> oh, gosh. And they describe that. It's a long, long way down. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know. <laughs> This is uh, at the bottom. They can finally see. Uh, they come out and they see the, this white weirwood uh, with a face on it, really old and a glow. Like they describe it, sense of like kind of an eerie, mystical glow coming from the wood. And you know, it opens its eyes and it says, "Who are you?" And Sam repeated parts of the Night's Watch oath, and it said, "Then pass." And its lips open wide. This was like a weird thing to kind of visualize. You know, they describe it as um, its lips open wider and wider. And um, Sam waves them through. And they pass through. And Bran feels the end of the chapter here where he feels a warm drop of salty water run slowly down his face. Well, what I love about this, I love this, that, that, Mm -hmm. you know, that... Not it's not just Bran in a dream. This is everybody is seeing this werewood face like move and talk and, talk. and yeah, it's and it's magic. it's it's literal magic. Mm-hmm. It is a sign that Bran and crew are about to go north of the wall and that you know they're actually going to step into the realm of you know the creatures and the legends and it's kind of cool. It's kind of cool after all of the you know faith that was involved mm-hmm. in getting them to this point. It's cool to see something mm-hmm. actually really magical yeah. happen here. Yeah, like literally, like oh, I just what a chapter! (laughs) Like I don't remember this feeling like oh my god, this chapter. But I mean, oh, I totally do now. Like I'm just so happy about this chapter. Well, I would, I would just like to remind you that we earned this moment. There was a lot of slogging even in brand chapters to get here, so we earned Uh, it. Yeah, I mean, you know, I will say though, even is it the. Is there a? Am I hallucinating, or is there a brand win sample chapter? I feel like I must be hallucinating, and I'm thinking uh, of his dance chapter. I, I haven't read sample chapters yeah, since whenever the last one okay. came out, so I, uh, I don't. Yeah, I think. I think <laughs> there is one. Isn't isn't that why we believe in Jojen paste? Isn't that from a wins sample chapter? <laughs> I, I, oh, I think, that, I think that's from right. That, or if it's from his last chapter in dance. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. And I, whatever, whichever one it is, I remember, like, really loving, like, basically, I feel like I just sort of have, are remembering that I really like brand chapters. (laughs) Like, yay. 
<laughs> oh, but this one is something special. Yeah. And uh, do we have any more mail for this chapter? Yes, we do. Okay, we have thanks. a few more pieces of mail. So I'll uh, read two pieces we have. So this first one is from Savit Gmail. Um, I'm confused about the Black Gate. Are the people of the Night's Watch aware that it exists? It's quite a cool special gadget. It seems like this magical gate has been forgotten, right? Are there any hints somewhere by whom, when, and where it was built? Or do we have or do we have to wait for this to be revealed in the future books? And then also Bucko Hero Discord um, asks, what's up with that talking door? It's so weird. I had to reread it several times. To get it. <laughs> Um, you know, I, I don't know. Is there stuff? I know, like, Good Queen Alley makes an appearance in, what, one of the one novellas that I have not wanted to read. There may be more in those about the lore of this gate. I don't know. I don't care enough. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Well, do we, I mean, are these, are the castles on the wall supposed to have been, like, Brand the Builder era, or are they, like, older than The Nightfort is. The okay. night fort is the night fort is very very old. Yeah, um, so, uh, yeah. I I don't know though. I don't know. I, it's probably somewhere. Somebody who's like gotten involved in other that all of that other. And then lore you know stuff, we don't I, know I, um, unless we assume that Cold Hands is like specifically like Benjen or something. I mean he mm-hmm. could be like super freaking old and like all right. You know I assume yeah. like he obviously he's the one who told Sam you know what the deal yeah. is and stuff. So. Yeah, I I forget, I forget what the it's funny it's funny how much <laughs> fandom has not let it go of the idea that he's Benjen even though George literally was like no he's not. <laughs> Is this Benjen? Like, no. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's the editor. I think one of the yeah. editors asks like, "Is this Benjen?" And he just writes no. <laughs> and, it, and it is always so funny that yeah, fandom still holds on to that. I, I like that the show did that. I do like that they made Cold Hands Benjen because why not? Um, when they were already doing whatever else they wanted to do. Uh, Shouldn't it be Benton? Shouldn't it be? There's a reason that his editor thought it, it feels was like that, it. Yeah. That <laughs> like it seems like this should be Benjen, and he he might have. I mean, yeah, but he got so irked that people thought it was that he just changed that he it. Was like, no. <laughs> well, and you know, I could or see just it, you know, tricking people. You, know, you could also lying. see a version where, you know, I I could see a version of the story where in his mind originally maybe like Bran might have had a series of guides because basically you get Mira and Jojen taking him mm. to the wall then you you know get cold hands like there could have been a point where you know there was like a fine like you know a final guide essentially to take him to Blood Raven um mm. you know sort of it is kind of weird that like they all like I mean it's kind of weird that Jojen and Mira aren't dead after this. Like, it's sort of like, <laughs> well, you would just sort of think like, oh, you know, their purpose is to get him to the wall and then mm-hmm. something really happens to him and, it, you know, or something like that type of thing. But I guess, you know, he needs Hodor to like physically. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. That's entirely <laughs> his, his plan may have been different initially too. Yeah. We'll never fucking know. <laughs> we'll never know. And it just makes me, I mean, reading brand chapters and reading something like this and then i think of the piss shit bag show and what they did like oh, oh my oh, god no. like, there's so much there's so much content I'm, I'm envisioning like brands like final like when he comes back into the show 
and just in my mind, it's like there's no way that's how all that was supposed to play out. Right. It, it just like, can't be right. And just like you know, no. the missing of Mira as a complete as a character, you know, like oh, they just didn't want to pay that actress. <laughs> like I'm sure she wasn't yeah. making much money anyway, but just like the ridiculous of it compared to like this, like this is a really incredible short film. Like really, you guys couldn't do anything with this. Yeah, I still can't believe they didn't bring Mira back like in the last few episodes, like for the final battle. For, or for the battle, like, are you serious? <laughs> right. Yeah, so dumb. Ugh. As is that it for mail? Or oh, we have one more piece of mail. Yes, one more piece of mail. So not um, not specific chapter related, but we did get a question from Olmo eighty on Discord. Um, they asked, "Are you fit?" As you are finishing Storm, I'd like to know how you are going to proceed with Feast and Dance. Just Feast and then Dance, or both books at the same time? Last time I did the reread, I used the Sean T. Collins order. It made Dance more tolerable. Um, And so, yes, they asked that. Well, I'm just categorically against using Sean T. Collins anything, first of all. But I don't know. We haven't even for sure confirmed that we're going to do feast and dance we always said we never wanted to do dance and we have yeah. done about i mean two-thirds of feast at least i mm-hmm. think mm-hmm. is already finished so i don't know we need we need to talk it over like it's so funny that i did not actually read what the questions were going to be and i just was thinking through i was because i was looking at our upcoming schedule and we're almost done with the storm of swords we've got i oh, think wow. maybe three or four recording sessions left Oh wow! And I was like, I was like, when we started this, we thought we wouldn't get through the first book, mm-hmm. and we finished. And here we are. <laughs> and I mean, yeah, it's like we, re- I mean, we've done Asha chapter, we've done Asha, Jamie, Brienne, Cersei chapter, Cersei. Santa. Santa, yeah, so I mean, really we've, we've done Arya and Victorian and Aaron chapters, Sam, 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 Sam chapters, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. There's not much. There's not much left to do in feast. I mean, there's a lot left to do in dance. But I'll just be really honest with you. Like, we're not going to do. I it. didn't yeah. want. No, we talked about from the beginning that we were never going to reread dance. Never do chapters on it. Never force well, us to reread it. And I mean, we specifically already chose to not do the Tyrion chapters in dance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we did. Didn't right. we? <laughs> That's yeah. Right. I mean. Yeah. yeah. After that last Tyrion reread, yeah. everybody was just like, "Yeah, no." <laughs> Yeah, we all noped out after after yep. Storm of Swords on Tyrion. We just had we had to have like a little <laughs> a little this moment now. as a podcast and we were all going <laughs> making us all miserable. Let's just not do any more of this and yeah. so we did it. Yeah. I will say, um, the feast dance together some years back I did do that reread as reading them like simultaneously as the order they're supposed to come or chronological order, I guess it is happening. So it, it dance is more tolerable that way. <laughs> but I mean, I bet it is. Feast, yeah. though, does it d- does it detract from feast? Because to me, like the the best things about feast are like the juxtaposition of the Jamie Brienne Cersei chapters, but then also just the Brienne chapters on their own because on their they own, have like yeah. a, yeah. that classic like March to Doom feel to them that I feel like having more space would actually detract from that story. It's possible. 
I don't know. I've never done it. Devin, I guess you're the only one of us who's even done it. Yeah, and I, I can't remember if it if I felt like it took away from Feast at all. Um, I just remember being like, oh, it's easier to get through dance. <laughs> terrible like this giant book where like the challenge is to like get through it like oh well that's why that's what i'm saying though like if we ever got wins it would have been the payoff for the slog of events Mm -hmm. but uh we're not getting with no payoff it's just like why (laughs) why 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 put yourself through that again okay uh any final thoughts about the chapter or anything we didn't hit on or more of this please <laughs> yeah um. <laughs> okay you can reach us at close the door and at gmail.com on tumblr at close the door and come here at tumblr.com submit questions to the chapter threads on the jamie brand subreddit follow us on twitter at door podcast and please like review and subscribe to us on itunes are we on blue sky as uh door podcast that is a podcast. okay okay it we talked about it yeah I mean, we more you know, know more things the older i get the less like enthusiasm i have for, right like, going on right. new things but that is a goal so yeah we so we're on twitter for now yeah. <laughs> we, move uh, we move very slowly so give us time yeah yeah <laughs> podbean google play i don't know stitcher store <laughs> wherever you listen and please support us on patreon at close the door uh yeah, thanks for listening and thanks for the conversation and I'm uh, closing the door. Get out. <laughs>